0: Hi there, this is Mo Shafar from Guzel Kadin, and today I will be discussing the subject of oppression. Before I begin, though, I would like to say a big thank you to all of our listeners for reaching out to us during this hiatus. All the inquiries, amazing feedback, and words of encouragement are appreciated. We thrive on your compliments and your critique as it helps us to grow. If you went to boarding school, especially from junior secondary school, then you're probably quite familiar with the wicked seniors who dealt with you and made your life hell. Fast forward a few years, did you become the senior that you hated and feared or did you become the senior who endeavoured to alleviate the pain and suffering of the juniors? I'm sure you're wondering what the relevance of this is, it was probably such a long time ago and being a wicked senior was a norm anyway. Well this is simply the foundation for the topic of the day, oppression. I really struggled with this topic because it had so many tentacles. It's very easy to get distracted and rile on about the many levels of oppression. So today I've chosen to streamline it and focus on how, it, how this important issue may affect the several facets of our lives. I find that many people repeat the same cycles of abuse, wickedness, insensitivity and oppression that they suffer or are suffered in the hands of others. And this vicious cycle taints every area of our lives personal, family, romantic relationships, marriages, friendships, work, politics, and leadership. Before going any further, let's ask ourselves this important question. Am I a bully? I have two favorite definitions of a bully. The first is from the dictionary.com that describes a bully as a predatory person who from a perceived uh, perceived position of relative power, intimidates, abuses, harasses, or coerces people especially those considered unlikely to defend themselves. The second is the Freedictionary.com and it describes a bully as an habitually cruel or get this, overbearing person, especially to smaller or weaker people. Weakness in this, pos- in this situation is not often physical. It's more about position and vulnerability. It is mighty easy to be an oppressor or bully. It only requires a slight advantage over another person. A refusal to relinquish control a lack of consideration, respect or empathy, sometimes it is masked in love and care. A lot of compulsion and coercion using emotional blackmail. We need to constantly ask ourselves these questions. Does this feel right or fair? How would I feel if the situation was reversed? How does my action affect others around me? Am I deliberately choosing to make someone else unhappy by my actions? But the more pertinent question to ask ourselves is, why do I do this? See, the saying that hurt people hurt others is so true. And I find that more often than not, the need to oppress or bully others comes from a place of fear. A fear of how we perceive ourselves, which is often, often driven by childhood traumas. And a fear of how we are perceived by others which is often colored by our own perception of ourselves. The bullied girl from yesterday might have, might have unaddressed issues of shame and helplessness, so she overcompensates for these inadequacies by becoming overbearing, controlling, and flippant. She becomes an oppressor. Becoming the oppressor may give her a semblance of control, but deep down, she's still that helpless little girl, trying to hold it together. It takes a certain level of maturity and self-awareness to identify and acknowledge one's toxic traits. But in the end, it is important to remember that no true growth happens without healing, unlearning and relearning. So what are your thoughts on the topic of the day? We will be back next week to continue this monologue. However, if you would like to contribute to this podcast, kindly send an email to healingthechild at or comment on our Instagram page at healingthechild. Thank you for your time and have a good week.